Welcome back to Cairo Nights. You know that story that was just in our national feed about uh, the restaurant in New Jersey that's going to ban children under 10. First off, there's already a lot of restaurants that don't don't ban kids, but they just charge a lot of money for a really fine meal. And most people aren't going to spend $35 for fish sticks or mac and cheese to bring their kids along. This place is called Nettie's House of Spaghetti in Tinton Falls, New Jersey. I don't know much about Tinton Falls, New Jersey. But when I think of f- fine dining, maybe I'm, maybe I'm misrepresenting Nettie's House of Spaghetti. I mean, maybe it's Shea Bang. Maybe it's, you know, Ruth's Chris Noodle House. Who knows? I, I, there, there has been tons of pushback. They had a Facebook page and they had to turn the comment section off when they posted just yesterday. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was on the 9th. It was on the 9th that they were no longer going to be serving uh, families with children under 10 years of age. And they said, look, we love kids. We truly, truly do. But between noise levels, lack of space for high chairs, cleaning up crazy messes, and the liability of kids running around at the restaurant, we decide that it's time to take control of the situation. We know this is going to make you, some of you, very upset, especially those of you with very well-behaved kids. But we believe this is the right decision for our business moving forward. Thank you for understanding. Well, not many people understood. They did get a few positive comments. You know, somebody uh, wrote, I love this decision. Nothing frustrates me more as a single working mom than when I get to the rare chance to go out with adults and not with children and not to an Applebee's or kid-friendly restaurant, she says in her quote. There are kids not only acting up, but parents completely oblivious to it and not even trying to discipline their children. I applaud this decision and can't wait to come dine there. Well, See, that, I think that, that commenter summed up the whole thing. It's parents not being willing to supervise their kids. And I, believe me, I've, I've taken kids to restaurants and had my kid misbehave. And the, the, the thing that you do as a parent, as a responsible parent, you don't let your kid run amok. You say to the waiter, you know what? Won't you wrap this to go? I'll take my little monster and go. I apologize for the inconvenience and the the uh, disruption of your restaurant and your other diners' experience tonight. It's what you do as a parent. I mean, it's not like being on a plane where your kid's, you know, having a bad flight. I've been there, too. You ever been on a flight with a screaming kid? Of course you have, A right? few times, yeah. 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 Um, and the parents aren't oblivious to what's going on. They feel as bad, if not worse— than anybody else who's inconvenienced. I'll tell you who loves screaming kids on airplanes, though. The makers of noise-canceling headphones, because that <laughs> made me buy a pair faster yeah. hey, than you could say boo. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. We took our kid once across country. We were going to Florida. Florida. To see my sister uh, get married. My sister was getting married, and it was over the Christmas break. So we said, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take the family. We'll take both the girls. My youngest was maybe two and a half at the time. And we'll go. We'll do a couple nights at Disney. We'll do some Disneyland while we're there. 
and we'll go see my sister get married in the Tampa area. Well, my kid, and we, we were going to fly a red eye, right? We're going to just let her. She'll sleep on the plane. It'll be great. Well, that didn't work. Somehow her clock got flipped on its head and she was up the entire flight and she was chatty. And we're talking about a, a red eye flight when it's dark and it's quiet. And my kid was small enough that she's, you know, going back and forth between the window and the aisle and the window in, in our row. And she stomp, 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 stomp. She's walking on tray tables that are down. I mean, I'm, I'm mortified. I'm carrying her up and down, up and down the plane quietly. And she's just, she's a little kid. And this was probably 06, 07. So the laptop with the headphones, the, the iPad, whatever, wasn't, wasn't part of the parenting, you know, bag yet. We didn't have that, those tools with us that they have today to take, to occupy a kid. It was uncomfortable and I was embarrassed and I was mortified that my kid was inconveniencing so many people, but you're on a plane. What are you going to do? And we had parents come up to us and we, we had made little, you know, um, little treat bags and little, you know, rescue kits and all the things you do as a parent to occupy your kid. But the kid was just sprung. I mean, she was sprung. I think my wife may have given her, might have given her Benadryl trying to knock her out, but it totally flipped and just jacked her up. Like she was eating a whole box of lucky charms, marshmallows and all. And I had a parent come up to me and said, look, we've all been there. Don't, you know, we, we understand. Because people who don't understand those flights that are giving you dirty looks, that's tough. You know, if they don't want to travel with noise, they can get a private jet next time. Just, you know, you're doing the best you can. It was felt so nice to have a parent come up and reassure us like that. But that's not the case in a restaurant. If you're in a restaurant with an unruly kid and you're inconveniencing others, it's not your right as a restaurant customer to blow the doors off the place. To have your kid running around, making crazy, spilling things on the floor. But I see some difficulties with this policy. How that 10, 10's kind of an arbitrary age, because think mm. about it this way. Somebody comes in with their kid. Is it going to be up to the host who seats the people to determine how old this kid is, make an educated guess? Do they ask your child's birth date? Oh, I see you have a kid with you. When was your kid born? Like... That, Do you have your papers? <laughs> I mean, the enforcement you know, of it seems yeah difficult. So somebody has a kid that's maybe nine. They come in, they're perfectly behaved. So they're like, okay, that passes. You you sneak in that way. I don't know how this works. Right yeah. on the line. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be you have to be, be above tall. X height yeah, yeah. to enter this restaurant. Like rides maybe, maybe that's maybe that's how, I don't know. You know, they got a, a a little chef cut out on the wall with his hand up like this. You must be this tall to come into the rest. Um, Funny that the chef also sounds like one of the Mario brothers. Yes, he does. Well, you know, it's my stereotypical chef voice. Mario, Mario. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to be tough to enforce. And if you got a seven year old who's well behaved, what the hell? I, I get it. Um, you know, everyone has the right to set their own parameters for their business. I mean, there are. Restaurants that are adult only, they're just high end restaurants, right? Or bars. Or beer. Well, I was, <laughs> was going to say, are, are certain types of clubs I was where you can to... occasionally get a very outdated <laughs> yeah. buffet. I was talking to G this morning. You know what? Um, if I'm going to a club that don't, don't allow kids, there better be boobs on stage. You know, there better be a pole up there, somebody working overtime for me. And, you know, and a sneeze guard over their salad bar. And a pretty good steak for a lunchtime treat. You know what I'm talking about. It's you know the wings. Yes. But avoid the shrimp cocktail. Don't touch the shrimp cocktail. 
<sighs> Acropolis in Portland's that's, got a nice steak. That's the one. It's that's a nice the, steak. I've, that's the one I've heard. I only go for the steak. <laughs> I don't, oh, there were women and, there? And I, I read notice. the magazines for the article. There you go. <laughs> um, it, they're going to they're gonna have a clientele that appreciates this drive toward adult-only dining. You know, I... I I just Nettie's House of Spaghetti. It's like it, you're one rung above Chuck E. Cheese with a name like that. You know, <laughs> this isn't uh, you know the Swellville. You know, it's not. Uh, I don't know. It's. I think Charles E. Cheese is actually a little bit more classy <laughs> than Nettie's Spaghetti's. Oh man, Chuck E. Cheese is a petri dish with with prizes at the end of the day, man. That pizza rat. Oh, pizza rat. Yeah, seriously. Do you remember when? Remember when? Uh, and I don't mean to pick on. Charles E. Cheese, fine gentleman that he is. Um, remember when they got in trouble for recycling pizza? <laughs> remember that yes. story? Yes. Right? They would, li- they would literally take unused pizzas, like uneaten slices, and reconstruct pies and reheat them and sell them again. I'm down. Oh, you are so college, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you are so college. Oh, yeah. And again, you know, good on you. It's, I've been to quite a few events at Chuck E. Cheese when my children were younger. Somebody throws a party in there, throwing it at Chuck E. Cheese. You, you bite the bullet. You, you buy Purell by the gallon. Jump in the ball pit. You're Never. like, oh, is no. this my band aid or no. someone else's? Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Would you, would you would you appreciate a restaurant that has problem kid that, that that doesn't allow kids? I mean, a texter says, just don't allow the problem kids. You have a policy of sending them sending folks home. You know, if you've if if you've got kids in the restaurant, most kids are are well behaved, and most kids who aren't well behaved, the problem is the parents themselves. You know what I foresee happening? I foresee someone getting turned away, who, who perhaps is the, of a a certain group, and they have now grounds for discrimination mm. because they were refused service. Oh, and for they their can kids? claim. Yeah, it's because I'm a parent. I'm a parent of color. Like I yeah. can see this going very wrong. Trying to enforce it. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. But 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 I, I would fall back to the point. I, I think you're right, though. There's going to be some folks who try to find reasons to be offended by this policy. But in a private business, you can th- dictate who you want. I mean, you you can't discriminate against folks because of the color of their skin. You can't do that. You can't do, you can't, there are certain guidelines with which you can't use to discriminate against people. But I think you can decide when, when you're an adult only place. I mean, they, hopefully they looked into this before they made this policy. Okay. I got, I got a, a good idea here. So the parents can wear whatever they want, but oh. the kids have a dress code. So that's how you discriminate and you say, okay, there's a there's a suit and tie for kids and there's a bouncer that's strict. Uh, parents can wear sweatpants <laughs> and shirts and whatever they want, but the kids – Roll up in their Speedo. Yeah. You, feel, you, you fit the kid for a little jacket. But the kids have to <laughs> Tie required. Up. Tie if, required. If the kids want to eat with the parents, they got to dress up. What do you think? That's uh, it's an interesting take on things. Um, I think so, – who was it? Chef this morning said, you know what, folks? Um, your your child's becoming unruly and inconveniencing and disrupting the experience of other customers. We're going to box that up for you and send you on your way. Box up the kid? No, the food. 
Maybe they could, maybe if the parents wanted to enjoy the rest of their yeah. dinner, they could actually your put choice. the kid in the box. We could put some Timmy air in the we could put there. Timmy in the box for you then for you the rest of your dining experience. Eat. It's fine. You guys can enjoy your meal. We'll throw a couple cold slices in there for Timmy. Keep him happy while you guys enjoy your meal, and the rest of the restaurant enjoys their meal as well. We were at a place. I'll tell you what. Um, we were at a place. I love this. I remember this like it was yesterday. Um, we were at, at that same trip to Florida, by the way. It was that same trip to Florida. My kid was unruly yet. And the worst part of that that was um, we, we she stayed up all night long. We went and checked into the hotel. It was mid-morning. We're just going to keep her up, right? Keep her up and let her fall asleep at night. Well, she fell asleep about 2 in the afternoon. There was nothing we could do to keep her up. And she woke up at midnight ready to go. And she's just stomping around the room. And I had I had Disney management come knock on our door at like 2.30 in the morning. The folks downstairs really need you to have your kid not running around. We need you to. So I ended up walking her around the complex from like 3 in the morning till sunrise in her stroller. In like at the middle of the night at Disney World. It was, or, you know, in the hotel, one of the Disney hotels. It was brutal. It was brutal. I, but I'm, I'm picturing Disney management as being like a like a character. Like, Clay Gorsh, <laughs> you want to shut up your little monster there, buddy? <laughs> Gorsh. No, they were they were they were as sympathetic as they could be. They understood. I, I'm I'm in there. I haven't slept in two days. I'm bleeding from my eyeballs, and my kid's just a pinball behind me, bouncing off the furniture. But we but what what I remember about that trip was there was a place at Universal Studio called Mother's Diner, Mom's Diner. And it was a 50s-themed restaurant in Universal Studios portion of, of Walt Disney World. Sort of like a real-life Jackrabbit Slims. Yes. But but every every waitress was a grandma in a uniform with an apron and old and gray hair. And every table was that 50s Formica and Chrome dining room table set. Everywhere, every wall had a TV set on it with an old-school Father Knows Best Hazel, whatever you know, those those old TV shows about family. Leave it to Beaver. Every uh, the menus were on those Viewmasters, right? Oh yeah, Remember yeah. Those? I had one of those. And and the waitresses were were your grandma. What do you want? And and all no no BS from these waitresses. They didn't take any guff. And my nephew kept leaning back in his chair, right, taking his foot. And she's like, "Oh, four on the floor, Mister." And she put him back in his. Whoa, okay, fun <laughs> was cute. Look how she did that. We well, did it again. She's like, one more time, and I'm, I'm telling you, you're on timeout. And we're like, okay, this is really entertaining. Well, my nephew tipped his chair back one more time. This waitress grabbed my nephew's chair and made him sit with strangers to finish his meal. And she's like, you're, see, you're eating with these, Pamela. And if one more time, and you're eating in the kitchen. And my nephew's like, oh, it was, it was awesome. And we just sat there, and he, he ate with a, a group of total strangers. And they said, you better keep her, keep her serving, mister. You know, she, she ain't messing around. We're it was taking awesome. It. It was awesome. Uh, shame on you. Oh, text her. Shame on you, Spike, for taking a two-year-old on a red eye. I know. Believe me, I never did it, it was again. was the cheapest. I never you know did it again. Wh- what flyers must hate screaming children the most out of any flyers? Who? People coming back from Las Vegas. Oh, hungover? Yeah. Yeah, that morning. That's the that hell early flight. morning flight out of Vegas. Oh, uh-huh. you don't want a screaming kid on that one. Depressed because mm. they lost oh. a couple grand. Hung and they've been uh, hungover at the Yang. Oh, yeah. Um, believe me, we thought, uh, Texter, you're right, 360. You are so totally right. Shame on me. We thought she was going to sleep on the plane. We thought it was perfect, right? I knew kids on, I've, I've traveled with kids my whole life. I know how difficult it is. I know the responsibility of a parent to keep a kid calm on a flight. We just, it didn't work. 
I I was buying more drinks on that flight. I told the I told the flight attendant, anybody wants anything around us, it's on me. I don't care what. The, I don't people want a bottle of Cristal. I'm buying it. I don't care. I and it so soon bad. became a much better flight. Yeah, <laughs> we had a few people take us up on it, but most people were very kind, very understanding. Uh, a texter says we're very slowly becoming a, a non-kid friendly nation. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, well, we can't afford kids here in Seattle, Spike. We, 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 we no, spent all true. the money on our dogs. That's true. This is this is a non-kid friendly place to live. Um, I think what we're losing is the ability to discipline our kids. I think that's the onus of this story. In New Jersey, a restaurant is banning children under 10. And it's because families can't control their kids. That's why this restaurant's taking this dramatic step, this drastic step to alienate a large portion of their client base. Because a bunch of their clients who brought kids don't know how to discipline a kid. Don't know how to say, my kid's unruly, pack this to go, we're out of here. Because that's what you do. When you're in a public place with a kid you can't control, you remove yourself and your kid from the environment. You don't make the restaurant ban kids. And now it works out because all of the people who don't who want a kid-free dining experience now know that this place exists. Nelly's House of Spaghetti. There you go. Right. And that's Jessica working the main stage for you. She's working hard up there. Irony is she's a single mom. Irony. It's Cairo Nights. I'm Spike O'Neill with Matt Butler and Kevin Pierce. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to Cairo Nights. Several texters uh, said, shame on me for suggesting that people who want a quiet flight should just hire a private jet. I was kidding. Dude, I know. Believe me, I know. I know that when I take a flight, I'm hoping for a peaceful, quiet flight, but there's no guarantee. Like Matt said, <clears throat> thus the creation of noise-canceling headphones. The greatest investment you can ever make if you travel a lot. Noise-canceling headphones are the bomb. Don't say that at the airport, though. They don't. Yeah. Very serious about that. What did you say? That's right. Uh, another strip search? Sure. Bring it on there. What's with you and strippers tonight? I don't know. Having a grab, having a just. Um, it's you guys. I have a, you know, uh, I, I like having both you guys here. I really do. It's Matt, almost like, Valentine's. Day. I know. I like having. I like having Matt be able to just kind of because usually Matt's got so much going on in the other room, like as you do, Kev. It's a full time job. It really is. It takes a. It takes a full load of cranial gray matter. But he's the newsman tonight. I know. It's great. It's awesome. Did you take driver's ed? No, you didn't. I, take, I was. No. I was taught by my father. No kidding. Kevin, how about you? Did you take driver's ed? Yeah, man. Private Over or in, in school? Auburn. Yeah, it was a it was a private. I mean, yeah, it was a private one. I was seventeen, so I was seventeen. <laughs> it was a very bad year, indeed. Uh, so Washington schools no longer offer driver's ed in school. Uh, you have to take it privately. And now there's legislation proposed in Washington that would. No longer require driver's ed for folks who are 18. 
if you have not learned to drive and not taken driver's ed, uh, by the time you're 18, you can simply pass a written and driving test and not have to provide certification that you took a driver's ed course. And I'm not sure how you feel about that, but I, I taught my older child to drive and it was a, a nightmare. Was a terrible experience for me as a dad. Was worse for her as a screaming dad. And I tried to be patient and and considerate and you know unemotional. But when your kids you know leaning into a parked car while you're trying to teach them how to drive, it can be a little emotional. I kind of you know lose my cool. I didn't do well as a driving instructor for my teenage daughter. So when my younger child it was time for them to learn to drive, I paid for the driver's ed course. And they took the driver's ed course. My poor kid, though, had terrible timing. My younger child finished driver's ed just as COVID hit. And they literally shut down the school for the first few weeks, a month after COVID was first, you know, in in March of 20. And they stopped letting people come take driver's tests in person for quite a while. The DMV, the Department of Motor Vehicles, whatever you call it, MVA, Motor Vehicle Administration, I'm not sure what it's called in the state of Washington. Wouldn't let my kid come and take the driving test. And over the course of lockdown and remote learning and everything else that we went through as a, as a state and as a nation, my kid basically forgot how to drive. So I had to try to teach her to drive again, given the basic skills we built upon from her driver's ed class. Um, and I tried to make my kid learn how to drive a manual transmission. Because I, I, I firmly believe this. All kids should learn to drive and spend their first few months in a manual transmission car because it's impossible to look at your phone if you've got both hands on a wheel and a stick and both feet going on the pedals. What was that? I was looking at my phone. Thank you very much. You're a good man. Um, I think when a kid drives a stick, they have to be more in tune to the engine. You know, because you'll stall the car. You have to. You have to pay attention when you've got an automatic. You can just pretty much. One foot and one hand and the rest of your mind and your hand are free to, to be distracted. And that's where kids get into trouble is distraction. So I try to teach my younger daughter to drive a stick. And it didn't go well. She'd stall and panic. And, you know, and I'm, as a dad, trying to be as calm and patient as I can. So long story short, my kid never got her license. My younger daughter will be 20 um, soon and still doesn't have a driver's license. And that's been a mixed blessing for me because while I get to chauffeur them all around town, I don't have to worry about them driving or being a distracted driver. Because most of our accidents when we're kids, they happen in the first six months, a year of our driving, right? It's when we get in the most trouble. We may have the most little fender benders or make the poorest decisions. So I don't have to worry about that. And that's, that's kind of, I don't mind that. Small price to pay to have to chauffeur this kid around. But, but I guess the question is for texters, Give me, a, give me a shout, 888-973-5476, if you have an opinion. Is driver's ed make a kid a better driver than mom or dad can? The way Is, some people drive, we should bring it back every 10 years. Yeah, you know, freshen up those skill sets there. I know you have to get a, re- a vision test. When, you're, when you get a renewed license after so many years, you have to make sure your eyeballs haven't failed. Some folks really could use a little going back to school time behind the wheel. To be completely transparent, though, my brother taught me to drive from 2 in the morning until sunrise. This was back in Baltimore in the late 70s. That's how old I am. 
My brother took me out, and basically at, at 2 in the morning, the city is a closed course. And we drove everywhere, up hills, down hills, highways, parking lots, you name it. By sunrise, I was comfortable as hell. I'd driven on every type of surface. City streets, highways, on-ramps, off-ramps, you name it. I was done. It was a perfect way to learn. And I tried that with both my girls. It didn't work out either time. Primed you to commute to a morning radio show, too. <laughs> you were acquiring those skills before you knew your destiny. I know. I really was. Yeah, it was great. Driving to work before sunrise. Who knew how handy that would come in? Uh, it's Cairo Nights. I'm Spike O'Neill with Matt Butler and Kevin Deers. We'll be right back with your texts right after these. Adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now they're SkyRizzy. Rizm Kizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months. And SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand. Nothing on my skin, that's my new plan. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Why have over 2 million people trusted their bath remodels to Bathfitter? When a normal day is anything but normal, we fit your schedule with our unique tub-over-tub process installed in just a day with no demolition. When high quality is the only quality that matters, we fit your standards. We've been remodeling baths for over 35 years, and every bath we install comes with a lifetime warranty. Get the bath you want in a day with quality that lasts a lifetime. Bathfitter, it just fits. Visit bathfitter.com to book your free consultation. This is Chris Sullivan. Your house is talking to you, but are you listening? Drywall cracks, doors that just don't close properly. Maybe it's that odd, musty odor that you can't pinpoint. That's your house telling you that you need to call Terra Firma Foundation Systems for a free evaluation of your crawl spaces, foundation, and other areas inside and under your home. Terra Firma has been keeping Northwest homes safe, dry, and stable since 2005. Visit GoTerraFirma.com. That's GoTerraFirma.com. Arun lives in a multi-generational home with his elderly parents. His dad has Alzheimer's and uses an in-home caregiver for his everyday needs. The WaCares Fund will help cover those costs. To Arun, that's a relief. WaCares will provide peace of mind when you need some time off to take care of yourself while taking care of the family. Learn how WaCares can help cover your tomorrows at wacaresfund.wa.gov. When Rosie came to Sound Pain Solutions with osteoarthritis in an MCL tear, her knee pain didn't allow her to work or even use the stairs at home. Besides pain, there's also psychological disturbance and you start getting depressed. When I was looking at my life going forward, I thought that night's coming to an end. After months of muscle relaxers, pain medication and cortisone shots, her doctor recommended knee surgery. I'm Dr. Mark Shelley, a chiropractic neurologist at Sound Pain Solutions. The comprehensive treatment that kept Rosie out of surgery included PRP, non-invasive laser, and bioelectrical therapy. Her treatments at Sound Pain Solutions were all non-surgical, FDA-cleared, and drug-free. 
So what's Rosie's message to those suffering with chronic joint pain? This treatment is real. Rather than having people take a lot of pills, medications that have so many side effects, this one is effective. To learn if you qualify for our joint pain relief treatment, schedule a free consultation by visiting soundpainsolutions.com. Do you currently have cash in a money market account, savings account, or in a CD? Through February 28th, our Legacy Security Fund is paying 5% for a short-term investment opportunity. Hi, I'm Scott Riraka, CEO of Legacy Group Capital in Bellevue. The big advantage to Legacy Security Fund is its liquidity and flexibility. The short-term means just a 30-day lockup with a 30-day notice to withdraw. I challenge you to find a better short-term investment offering than the Legacy Security Fund. So take advantage of this one-time offer prior to February 28th and receive 5% on Legacy Security Fund. And join the over 800 local investors with over $200 million invested. Act by February 28th to receive Legacy Security Fund one-time offer of 5% on short-term cash. Visit Legacy Group Capital at LegacyG.com. That's LegacyG.com. Legacy Family Funds of Investments are available to accredited investors only 5% APR is current rate through February 28, 2023 for the Legacy Group Capital Security Fund. Terms and conditions at LegacyG.com. Join Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Bulwark Capital for Know Your Risk Radio every Saturday at 12 noon. Exciting financial conversations that leave you better educated, informed, and planning the right way to retirement. Zach's guests bring insight and a fresh perspective to what's really going on in the markets. Plus, they have fun along the way. Know Your Risk Radio, Saturdays at noon on Cairo FM. Subscribe to the podcast at knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advisory services offered through Trek Financial LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. So as we age and our teeth slowly begin to fail, we'll be faced with a decision. You need dentures or you already have dentures. Dr. Sweeney, joining me now. The good news is those aren't the only two options. No, actually, you can have teeth that are permanent. We can do it in a day. It's great. A day. A day. So in one day, I get teeth and I don't have to worry about dentures. Nope. How do you differ from the other dentists and companies out there that are doing this? The biggest thing is the follow-up. It's not just fix it, give you a year, see you. We keep following it up. You give somebody a smile. You basically give them confidence back. You change their lives, and it's amazing. Book your appointment with my dentist, Dr. Sweeney, Ansung, and Spore, all specialists under one roof. Go to DentalSpecialtiesNorthwest.com, where you have to check out the incredible before and after pictures. They are life-changing. Schedule a virtual consultation today. No dentures, no more unhealthy teeth. Get teeth in a day from Dental Specialties Northwest. Don't put it off any longer. DentalSpecialtiesNorthwest.com. Hey, it's Jason Rance. I have been looking for gun training, safety, and education before making a purchase, and now I am all in with West Coast Armory North. If you're a new gun owner or you're thinking about it, join me at West Coast Armory North. You might actually bump into me at one of their safety classes, and soon you can join me at the range. They have membership options for everyone with no lane fees and free firearm rentals for silver members. Our friend Dory Monson told us that he felt like a member of the family at West Coast Armory North. Now it's our turn. Learn more at westcoastarmorynorth.com. West Coast Armory North. Welcome back to Power Nights. Kevin Deers, I appreciate all your hard work tonight, my friend. Nicely hard done. Hard work? Yeah. The buttons do them do it themselves. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, it's always a pleasure to have you in the room, man. It really is. Thank you. It's um, always fun. So... A lot of textures on on learning to drive. Um, I do want to say this. Oh, someone mentioned and it was uh, from the two five three. 
hey, uh, it's uh, messy out there. Enumclaw, Auburn, 164 is a mess. About 25 mile per hour. Front wheel drive cars are spinning out in the snow. Plows are out on I-5 through Federal Way. Very bad visibility. So I guess, you know, we're still dealing with a little bit of winter snow out there tonight. So everybody, uh, please be careful on the road. Uh, it was a Code 54 was the movie that they watched that I watched in high school. Um, <laughs> film on fatal accidents. Profound impression just before a spaghetti lunch. Showed all the gore. Oh, yeah. I remember those days. Uh, also, a, a snow and rain mix in, from Shoreline to Mill Creek. So I appreciate all the uh, the insight there from you guys. Oh, 425 says, my dad did not have the patience for me when I was in driver's, when I got my learner's permit in 1980, but my grandpa did. With my 65 Impala 3 on the tree car, he and I drove all over the place. Always stopped at good restaurants. We went to the junkyard to get parts from my car, which he bought for me. Oh, that's awesome. Just him and I, I know. I would give. Shout out grandpa. I would give the rest of my life to spend one day with him. I hear you, man. Those are the greatest memories. Not me screaming at my kid. <laughs> Poor thing. Oh. I learned at about sixth due to necessity. Grandpa needed me to drive the 1926 Case Tractor. Wow. Learning manual first is a good idea. Fun part when you figure out that if you pop the clutch, Grandpa would fall off the tractor. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Plus, it only cost 25 bucks back then. After that, driver's ed was easy. Let's see. I've been teaching driver's ed for over 25 years. These bills are just huge money makers and do not address the problem of no enforcement on our traffic laws. Hmm. Uh, Roger says, I took driver's ed at the Tacoma Mall Sears. Seven years later, I was supervisor. Wow. The cleaning crew at that same store. That's kind of a fun thing. Uh, when I suggested that... Uh, People who don't want quiet flights should take private jets. I was joking, and I addressed that one on air already. Great. I appreciate that. Uh, a texture says, with regard to the restaurant who wants to ban all children, private pilot says, you don't discipline a kid. You teach a kid discipline. That is an excellent point. Wish I, where were you 25 years ago and I was misraising my children? I could have really used your help back then. Uh, at least five, you were around. At least, oh, too close to home. Uh, two five three. Thanks, man. Two five three says I always call a new restaurant and ask if they are a kid friendly restaurant before deciding to dine with them. That's good policy too. Um, ben from Mercer Island says, "Well, maybe I shouldn't have mentioned his name. I'll come back to this one anyway." <laughs> no, I already did. Everybody should just get high and watch the Harry and the Hendersons movie. That's never a bad idea. Nice. Never a bad idea. And stay off the roads, especially if you're driving under the influence. I heard the commercials. Yep. That's right. Driving stoned is dri- same as driving under the influence. But a boom, boom, boom. Somebody mentioned the Pop Corners ad. We we're talking about Super Bowl ads, how uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul teamed up again for the Pop Corners ad. Uh, a texter says, Alicia Silverstone looks great in person. No filters or surgery. That wasn't her CGI face. That was her real face. Good on you, Alicia Silverstone. Uh, and uh, we did mention this one, the workplace commercial with Paul Stanley and Ozzy. Who's the new guy? I'm Oswald. I can't believe that was fantastic. Joan Jett and Billy Idol, Joan too, Jett, Billy Idol. In that commercial. You know, I've actually trashed hotel rooms in 47 countries. Don't call yourself a rock star just because you handle HR. That was awesome. Uh, the Super Bowl, a texture says, the referees didn't dictate the outcome of the game. It was a penalty. The guy took his chance. He got caught. That's the game. Just enjoy it for how it turned out. It was a very entertaining game. 
And Dexter also says, don't buy the conspiracy that the NFL decides who wins. We're always so quick to jump on conspiracy theories this year and every year. Uh, thanks so much for taking part in the show tonight. Matt, great job. Kevin, great job. Appreciate both you guys. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Uh, no doubles tomorrow, man. We'll just be right here doing this. So hope you guys have a safe evening. If you're driving, be careful. It's a messy night out there. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>